back inside the locker room. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes in for Wolf and Starks uh, this week. They will be back next week. You'll also hear them on the broadcast on Sunday, of course, up in Buffalo. On your flagship home of the Pittsburgh Steelers, 102.5 WDVE. Motsi and I spent the first hour there discussing all the ongoing um, debates and situations around the T.J. Watt contract extension. And let's go to the phone lines for some reaction here. Let's hear from you, the fans, what you all have to say. We're going to start with our buddy down in Charleston, South Carolina, Motes, who called in. Hey, now. And said this is Wally. All right? We only call him Wally. We only call him Wally. The, the, the artist formerly known as Juan. The artist formerly known <laughs> as Juan. Wally, what's up, cousin? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? How y'all doing? Man, we enjoying life, baby. How you? Hey, I'm doing good. I just want to say, watch the services for Tunch yesterday. That was a good service. For it really yesterday. was, man. Absolutely. And it how really much, was. You know what? The, the best part of it was, I forget which one, but one of Tunch's sons, for people who didn't hear this, yeah. one of Tunch's sons <laughs> made, the, made the joke. You know, my, my dad was such a nice guy. Even Mark Madden <laughs> yes. had good things yes. to say about him. Man, that had me cracking up. Wow. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, let's talk about it. Uh, I think PGA contract is going to get down. You know how the Steelers do it. We just keep everything in-house. They're just playing the weight game. That's all. Yeah, I I'm, I am confident that it gets done. You know, you, you see Ben Roethlisberger and some others adding some pressure today. Um, but it's still kind of, you know, it, it makes me a little uneasy as it relates to Sunday still, Wally. Yeah, I agree with you. So, um, so did, did, did they release the depth chart yet or no? They have released they released the initial one last week, but I haven't seen any any new one for this week. And 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 in his press conference yesterday, Mike Tomlin was still pretty coy about the slot corner position. So I don't think we're yeah, gonna we don't know until that we yet. see that play out on Sunday. I don't know if we're gonna get an answer to that. Okay, hey, Wes, are we ready for Friday? You got to hit us with that. Here we go. So oh, yeah. you know it, Wally. Listen, yeah. listen, we might be in a different time slot for this week. <laughs> all right. And we're going to make it work. We're trying to do our, we're trying to do our best to honor the, the voice and in, in the name of In the Locker Room. But, yeah, you know on Friday we're doing Five Star Friday and we're doing the Here We Go song for sure. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that. I want to hear more with those, with those noise. <laughs> Gotta have the noise. What sound does a buffalo make? I I got, I, hey, I, I've been researching. <laughs> you know, I'm a big nature guy all of a sudden, man. I swam with turtles and pigs and sharks recently, so, you know, I'm feeling it. <laughs> Wally, great stuff as always, partner. We appreciate you calling and, uh, and using the name in honor of Tunch. We love it, and we'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, thank you, guys. I have a good one. You, you too, too, partner. There he goes. Hey, Great you got, stuff. You got, you got dances with wolves. Dances with wolves. Yeah. I'm swims with sharks. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Ba-dum. I'm like Jaws. Gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> Motsi, oh, man, we got we got a bunch of tweets that I that I want to get to here as well too. You kind of touched on this. But Thrash wants to know, like, is it is there any situation, would it be crazy if TJ Watt doesn't practice all week, it still plays on Sunday? Could you see that happening? You kind of discussed no, that, that's, that for a second. That's early. how I think it does play out, just depending on when they get this deal done. Because you have to remember, TJ Watt, the difference with him versus your traditional holdouts is he's already in town. Yes. He's already showing up to practice. Correct. And he has a contract. Correct. Typically, the way things work are a guy hasn't been here. He's been training on his own. 
and he's technically not under contract. So you don't never really know when he'll be back. And that's what makes it so interesting of, well, did he get back in town this day? Is he back in town that day? TJ's been here. He's been in every meeting. So you don't have to worry about him not being up to date on schemes and concepts. He's out there for every walkthrough. Mm-hmm. That's true. He participates in the walkthroughs. He doesn't participate when it's time for team practice, team drills. That's the difference. So when we speak on TJ, I don't anticipate it being a long time for him to get up to speed. I do anticipate him taking a game or two, though, of getting up to speed because of the physicality associated sure. with playing 11-on-11 football versus legit NFL players because he has not done that now since, what, the playoff since game? January. That's a long time. Yeah. Regardless of how long you've been playing football, that is a long time. It shouldn't Eight, take him months. long to get up to speed, but yeah. that's a long time. I think you're right. It shouldn't take him long to get up to speed, but that doesn't mean he's going to go from zero to 100 real quick. Okay, Drizzy. <laughs> I'm more of a Donda guy. No, i <laughs> Certified lover boy, TJ Watt here. Donda. Amongst the fan base. See, if he would have been a Donda guy, he would have had the deal done by now. That's the problem. That is the problem. Yeah. yeah you're absolutely right. Actually, he probably wouldn't have had the deal done. He would probably play the whole season, go on tour, and then get the deal done afterwards. <laughs> We got more tweets. I promise that we're going to get to as we roll along here. But I did want to start to look to Sunday a little bit as it relates to, you know, not just everything T.J. Watt like we have done for the first uh, 70 minutes or so. No, that's all I want to talk about is T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. I got 51 minutes before I find out of T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt is going to be out there practicing. That's all I care about right now. Well, that's, you know what, we can kind of. T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. We can kind of do both here, but see. (laughs) In the sense of. It feels like everyone's making a big deal about today at 12-15, right? Is TJ going to be there? Is TJ going to be there? Why? We got plenty of time, people. Why do we? Who cares? Why? Who, who, TJ doesn't need practice. Treat, treat this Wednesday like it was a training camp Wednesday. Who cares? Come uh, on. I know, it's, I know it's a padded practice. I know, sarcasm. I know Wednesday happens to be the big introduction to your game plan day. I know that. I know today is your first in 10, your special teams introduction. Like, this is the big day of, hey, this is the team. These are the guys to watch for. These are their main plays. These are, I know that's what Wednesday is, but ladies and gentlemen, it's TJ Watt. He doesn't need any practice. Who cares about practice? Come on, ladies and gentlemen. We got three days left. That's plenty of time. Three days, 30 days, 33 days. It doesn't matter. He'll be all right. Did I do it right? Is it that Because that's what I heard so many times. So, Wes, did I do it right? I just want to make sure I was correct. Did I do it right? I just want to make sure everybody knows that you were you were uh, nope, nope, you were I'm, saying that in nope. your sarcasm uh-uh. font. Z- zero sarcasm. I want a hundred percent because that's what people would tell me every single time. We did hear that every all throughout all throughout August throughout training camp. Time. Yeah, plenty of time. It's plenty of time. Oh man, come, man, come, it's, 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 they're playing. To, it's lions. Who cares about lions? Who needs price for lions? Yeah, Mozi. A lot of people say time is the most valuable oh, currency. It's the Eagles. Who cares about the Eagles? Oh, yeah. we got time. We got time. We're running out of money if that's okay. the most valuable currency. Okay. And now we're gonna be sitting here <laughs> applauding it because if the deal gets done within the next hour, essentially, because that's what would need to happen for him to be out there to practice under the premise that it's been. Now we're over here. Oh, yeah, three days. Is that plenty of time to get ready? As we already talked about, ah, not so much. Not so much. Not so much. Yeah, no, I listen, he he is certainly up against it. And I, I think, you know, you, you kind of touched on it there a little bit in your in your uh, Because in it's your more pressure there. on him. Think about this. If he goes out there and doesn't play well, say they don't get the long-term deal done, he goes out there and he starts slow. 
or he has just a down year in comparison to the oh. previous two. And like not even a bad year. Just a down. Remember, because we talked about Aaron Donald. Remember, still be a great remember season. when Aaron Donald when he had the 13 sacks, we were like, that was a down was year a for Aaron. Yeah, it was a down year. It was a down, down year. year. <laughs> if TJ has a down year, do you think that makes it better for him when they go through the negotiation process a year from now? Nope. Not at all. But he's set up to start slow. He is set up to struggle early just because of how much practice time he's missed. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger has been playing this game for how long? This was his 17th season? 18th season. 18th season. He's yeah. seen a ton of football, right? He's played the most games of anybody in Steelers history. Why was he practicing? Because it's important. Tom Brady, right? Some people will argue that he's the GOAT. Some, Some people, people, right? I think a lot of people. A lot of people do. More, hmm. He's got more rings than any friggin' franchise. How long has he been playing? How long has he been playing? This will be his 20th season? Is that correct? Yeah. Because he was two years before Ben drafted, yeah. I believe. He still practices, huh? All the time, religiously. Hmm. Interesting. In fact, remember last year during the height of COVID, he was breaking protocols to hmm. practice with his teammates. So if you're telling me two guys that we view very highly in their position isn't even nowhere near as physically demanding as TJ's. Future Hall of Famers. And they're yep. out there practicing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's important enough for those guys to practice. And the reason I brought up both of them because we know their work ethics – publicly are a little bit different, right? People know that Tom Brady is the obsessive type, right? 24-7 around the clock. Whereas with Ben, we know he's a little bit more like the rest of us. Beer and yoga. You know, we're going to get out here and get it in, but we're going to have fun. But with both of those guys, as drastically different as they are, they understand the importance of of practice, training camp, even to the point where they even suit up for preseason games. So when I hear... That T.J. Watt doesn't need that time. When I hear that, yeah, a couple days would be good for him to get back in order, none of that adds up, man. No, especially none of it adds up when I think we can all agree T.J. Watt's process has worked for him, right, Mochi? Has it not? He's been runner-up defensive player of the year, been an all-pro, been a pro bowler in four years. He's got... Well, he's got like the seventh or eighth most sacks in NFL history. I they in a guy's said if it's not years. broke, you're not supposed to fix it. That is what they say. So why are we trying to fix something that was never broken? And you know what, Mozi? It's not like he's just deviated a little bit from his process. He has done a complete 180. <laughs> complete 180. Because I told you. Yeah, you've talked about premise, this. Our premise, our foundation of our relationship, me and TJ's personal relationship, his rookie was season. on his rookie season where he would not miss a practice when it was literally just me, him, and Farrington Huguenin as the only three uh, healthy the only three healthy available linebackers to practice for three weeks in training camp. As miserable as it was, as much as at times we were all trying to see who was either going to mentally break or body was going to fall apart first. You remember that line in, in, in uh, Dark Knight Rises? Ah, I wonder which will break first, your will or your body. Every day we would come out there and we would Are laughingly we would laughingly say that because we were all jacked up, but none of us would come off. And from there, I said, man, TJ, why got every excuse to step off? He's a rookie. He's a first-round draft pick. His brother's JJ. He's already made the team. He's good to go. He's going to be a starter. But the dude was like, yo, I want to work. I want to get better. I can't get better sitting on the sideline. Mm -hmm. I can't be the player that I know I'm capable of being if I'm not practicing. And he's kept his foot on that gas throughout his next three years as well, too. And essentially, not by his choice, but by – a stance that the team was taking has forced him to take this stance. And now here we are. Now his play has to be in jeopardy 
of being compromised because of the business element. That's the frustrating part with it, man. It is because, like you laid out at the at the beginning of the show, like there doesn't everybody is so quick in fan land and in media land to do the all right, who's the bad guy? Like like there there doesn't have to be a bad guy in all of this. It is T.J. Watt is treating this like a business. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are treating this like a business, and it is one. It's a billion-dollar entertainment business, uh, perhaps the most popular one in this entire country. Some would say it's a whole lot of money. It's it's mozi. It's 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 the most profitable sports league in the world. The NFL makes more money. You, you name it: English Premier League, any soccer league. You want to throw up there get too? Paid, they get paid more though. They do. Maybe that's why it's maybe that's why it's more profitable because the right. NFL owners got this thing called salary cap and they haven't figured that out in Europe right. yet. And so oh, Lionel Messi Lionel Messi can make seventy five million dollars a month, bankrupt Barcelona, and then go off to Paris. Which is nuts. <laughs> that is nuts. It's it's the most profitable league oh, wow. in the NFL. You have to expect and we know Moats gave you some examples of him going through this. It you you have these tough moments, but man, it's it's easier to stomach these tough moments when they're coming in March, when they're coming in the offseason, as opposed to when this is now just a few days lingering before what feels like a big opener uh, against a team that has beaten you the past two seasons, a team that was in the AFC Championship game, and a, and a team, Motsi, in the Buffalo Bills. That if the Steelers want to get to where they want to go this season, they're probably going to have to see this team again at some point. Strong, strong possibility. There's, there, it feels like there's a lot riding on Sunday, and, and again, we would – Obviously, really like to have T.J. Watt as part of that equation, but we are controlling what we can control here within our 970 ESPN studios. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, on a Wednesday, we are in for Wolf and Starks. This is In the Locker Room, presented by your neighborhood Ford store. When we come back here, we will get to more of your reaction, and we'll also continue to talk more about what Sunday could look like against those Buffalo Bills. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, don't go anywhere. In the Locker Room on ESPN Pittsburgh. Back inside the locker room, Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes on a Wednesday. A reminder that everything we do here in the locker room presented by your neighborhood Ford store, the Ford F-150, is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. About another half an hour to go here till we turn things over to the godfather, Stan Savern. A reminder, you've got Motes and I in the locker room all week, but Wolf and Starks will be back next week to break down the Buffalo game. Of course, look ahead to the home opener. As well, too. Uh, but we are we are having some fun. We're enjoying uh, being up here in the in the big penthouse, penthouse, and, and in the, the reaction today, and the conversation that yes, we've indeed. had with you guys yesterday and today. You know, it's it's kind of been unique in the sense, right, Motes, that you and I normally when we do these shows, you know, we have some different bells and whistles that we get to. We True. have some different conversations. Like there is. And it might not always seem like it, and I think that's a lot of times when, when you're doing your best radio, but Motes and I, like, we do outline this thing, you know, before we go on air. We don't just we don't just wing it. We, we do like, all right, let's talk. make sure we, we'll talk about this and this Sp- and these speak segments. Speak for yourself. <laughs> we'll I talk wing about, everything. We'll talk about huh. this in the second hour of the show. No, you're, you're taking me from our mystique. We just show up, bro. We're just, we're, we're, we so, we're so simpatico. We don't need prep. We don't need conversation. We just turn in the mic and say, hey, 
let's start talking about this. Booby Miles. That's it, man. It's God-given. The only thing we got to do is show up. It's that simple. But yesterday, it was uh, it was two hours of, of us of us giving you know the, the love to Tunchyokin that he deserves and, and talking about how much that man meant to us, this franchise, this city, this community. Today, it's it's been all T.J. Watt talk. I did want to, for, for just a few minutes, Motsi, get kind of your, you know, Thoughts break down on all of this. You you did allude to it a little bit with TJ, but I, I think there is some confusion, and we've gotten some tweets about this as well, too. Today, Wednesday, mm-hmm. can, can you explain to the why Wednesday is significant? The, the casual yes. fan, why so Wednesday is so why this reason, feels so yes. significant. The reason why Wednesday is so significant, every week during the season, Wednesday is your first. Work day. Install day, right? Because Monday, fair? Monday, 90% of the time you'll be off, right? Because you're usually coming off of a victory. Otherwise, you're just coming in to watch film and get a light workout. Tuesday is your off day. Maybe meet with the trainer, massages, yeah. things like that. So is, is zero, like when I, I'm only speaking of formal stuff. Because, I mean, you can do the training stuff, the sure, workouts sure. anytime. You but, can go and, and right. get that work whenever you yeah, want. But yeah, but for the formal stuff, the first formal thing you will have is Wednesday morning, 8 o'clock special teams meeting. Then from there, you'll have Coach Tomlin give his big State of the Union address style to the team. The full staff is in there. Every coach, trainer, every player, practice squad. This is the big meeting room on Wednesday. And this is when he gives you his full layout, his full preparation. The guys that he feels like we need to know. The concepts that they like to do offensively, defensively, the history of certain coaches versus us, the history of certain players versus Mm. us. I mean, we study as players, but this is the difference between a coach versus a player doing it. It's the difference between you studying at home and you going to the lecture, right? Exactly. It's night and day. Yeah. So that's what Wednesday is from just a mental standpoint. Then when you go to practice, this is your first introduction to these concepts. Your first down plays, P and 10. That's possession down. So meaning you just got the ball, whether it was after a punt, whether it was after a turnover, whether it was after a kickoff, whether it was after just a turnover on downs, right? That it's a different style of plays for those situations. Yes, it's a different style of plays for second and long. What's the difference, most? First and ten, you're thinking run the ball. You're thinking play action pass. Second and ten, you're thinking screens. You're thinking draws. Night and day in terms of how you call your defense. Sure. Night and day in terms of the techniques in which you play those calls. That's Wednesday. That's what you're. That's the bulk of your game. Wednesday, right there. Now, when we get to Thursday, oh, well, now that's a different day. Thursday, we're focusing only on third downs, second and short third downs. So that first and 10, those second and longs, you're not getting that rep until Friday, maybe three plays of that for a quick, fast Friday in and out day. So you see that preparation, you're not going to get that again. You're not going to see that again until Sunday. Hmm. And then we talk about Thursday, second and short, third and de- uh, third down. Friday, all situational ball, red zone, backed up offense, Fourth and one, mm. onside kicks, all those different Maybe things. Maybe fake punts right. or any gimmicky things. That's what you're working you're on on Friday. Yep. And Friday's practice is condensed. It's a shorter practice because you're trying to get the guy's legs back because you're getting ready for Sunday. Saturday, walkthrough. And as much as people like to make the walkthrough bigger than what it is because that was how they wanted to knock L. Bell, oh, he didn't show up for the walkthrough. As a Pittsburgh Steeler who played for four seasons under this same coaching staff, 90% of these coaches, actually, the walkthrough, stop it. It's not even nowhere what you're thinking it is. 
It's not even close. So when I heard that whole, oh, man, he didn't show up, man. See, that's, that could cost your team. Not at all. Only by formality. That's the only thing that gets accomplished at the walkthrough. Yep. It's basically, basically make sure, hey, where's everybody here at work today? Treat it like a roll call, then, then we're actual, like a practice. Then we're going to plane and exactly. travel out of here. Yeah. Night and day. So by the time you get to Saturday, it doesn't matter. Wednesday, big day, though. Mm-hmm. Also, Wednesday is the padded practice day. That's, that's where I was hoping you were going to go next. That's the other part. Because you only get 14 padded practices unless they've added some because they got the additional game. Might be even less. And this now, this now, it becomes heightened sense yes, of TJ Watt you're only and padded get practices. One padded practice per week. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> because sometimes with Co- and Coach Tom from personal experience, he won't use all 14 in the first 14 weeks. No. He'll save three to four. So that way later in the season, if he feels that, hey man, the guys need a little bit of a hitting. Mm-hmm. They need they, we're a little, you know, not as physical as I want in short yard right, situation. Right. Well, it's been times where it's week twelve, week thirteen. And Coach Thomas puts us in pads for our Friday practice for seven shot because he wants us to be more physical around the goal line. Okay, he'll put us in pads on a Thursday when we're doing second and short, third and short to work on that because it's a different element. Sure. You get that in training camp. You don't typically get that during the season, not day to day, especially how much the Steelers are in practice in and pads. Especially when you're playing on Mondays and you're Absolutely. playing on Thursdays and your yeah. whole schedule's thrown off. So that's the, the, the significance of Wednesday. That's the significance of today. If he's not in pads out there today, those pads won't. He he's won't not hit anything until work. Sunday one o'clock. Is that simple? Which would be nine months for TJ, eight and a half months without hitting anything. Oh man, he got plenty of time. He'd be all right. <laughs> he don't need any practice. Come on, man. You hit hitting like brush your teeth. It's like riding a bike. You know. Yeah, you can't forget that. You'd be and, all right. And that is why. <laughs> and that is why, as, as Professor Moats always does so well of laying out. That's why we're looking to, what, about 45 minutes here to see what T.J. Not, we're not wants. panicking, though. No, we're not panicking. No, we're not panicking. And, and you know what, Motsi? Even if T.J. doesn't practice today, if T.J. doesn't – It's not the end of the world. If he doesn't play on Sunday, I'm not going to be yeah. panicking. But I just – we also know that this is – I mean, this is the Steelers' best defender. This is a guy that, hey, can they win games without him? Certainly. But right. would you want to have him out there? Absolutely. Right. That's my thing. Like, T.J. Watt – his presence being out there, I don't think we feel that in terms of wins or losses. I mean, I, I know his impact is legitimate, and he makes this team better. But when you're talking grand scheme, if he wasn't available on Sunday and they went out there with Melvin Ingram and Alex Highsmith, but you still have healthy Ben, healthy Najee, you're not going to feel it as much. Right. I agree with that. And you know what? You and, talk- and I hate to say it like that, but just – that's the truth right now. No, it is, and, yeah. and, and there's not many, there's not many edge rushers that we would say opposite about right. that, right? Like, like the I Browns, the Browns had success without Miles Garrett. The only person that really comes to mind is Aaron Donald. Yes, because you've seen him will those teams to victory, and that's where the whole generational player conversation. Right. Whereas with TJ, that's the knock at times. I, and buddy, we we do this like we talk about generational talents. Like there's a dozen of them every decade. No, hey. it's kind of like how people talk about franchise quarterbacks. Oh, everybody has a friend. It means six franchise quarterbacks out here, a debatable ten. Folks, if they're a generational talent, that means there's only one or two of them. And there are some instances where you can point to two, right? Like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning were generational talents. Okay? Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin. This is my issue. 
everybody you named except Brady is talented like that. When I think of generational talent, I think of guys that they are just you freaks just mean of freaks nature. You can like jump like, out of the right, gym. And- Brady to me is a guy is an elite worker. He's like in the AB vein to me. I see what you're, sa- see what you're saying there. Whereas like Megatron is like a generational talent. I see what you're like saying. Like AB, better player or just as productive. But if we're just he seeing wasn't God gifted exe- like, like like Julio or right, Calvin Johnson, right? Was. And that's kind of what I think of. when I think of, I think of Aaron Donald. I'm like, yes, that's a freak. I think of Miles. That's a freak. Like Troy Polamalu was a generational absolutely, talent. Absolutely, absolutely. Like. Those are the guys I think of. Ed Reed was a generational right. talent. Not, not crazy productive because we've seen crazy productive players. When we say generational talent, that is a difference. It's like a really good quarterback versus a franchise quarterback. What do you mean? Kirk Cousins, really good quarterback. Tom Brady, franchise quarterback. Case in point. Yeah. No, and, and that's that's you know one of those things. You mentioned this earlier, how it can get personal sometimes in these negotiations, mm. right? That's probably one of the conversations that's been, hey, like, we don't, we think you're great. We think you're one of the best defensive players, one of the best players in the NFL, but we don't think you're Aaron Donald. We don't think you're generational. TJ, in 2019, when Ben wasn't available, you went crazy. You had all these sacks, tax for loss, forced fumbles. Did we make the playoffs? Did you help us get out of the Jets game? Did you help us get out of that Baltimore game? Like, that's the art. Not saying that I agree with it. Sure, sure, but sure. That's the argument that they make. That's the argument. That's the rebuttal to him. Not even going the the route of you don't have playoff numbers either, because I feel like with that you could make a case for it either way. But as a whole, it's hard to say that TJ has accounted for legit victories or his impact has been felt on numerous occasions and. All right, it was this game we could point to. Like, when we speak of Aaron Donald, and I have to keep bringing him up because that's the guy that we're comparing him to money-wise. Yes. Because you're not paying him to just be the best outside linebacker. You're paying him to potentially be the highest-paid defender in the league. Defensive player of the year. That's different. Yeah. So the, the stakes in which we view you at, the way we evaluate you drastically changes. And it's the tough conversations, but that's why when you talk about negotiations – that's how it goes. That is how from it goes. From personal experience. you, I be, And I feel for Coach Tom at times because he has to be a part of it. Sure. Him, Omar Khan. Sure. Uh, obviously, Kevin Colbert. Mr. Rooney is, but from afar. And the dynamic is kind of good cop, bad cop, right? Omar Khan is always bad cop because he has to do the numbers. He's the salary so cap guy. So it's yeah. been plenty of guys that, and myself included at one point, where you really have a strong dislike towards Omar Khan. Hmm. And it took me going through the process, becoming a little bit more mature, sure. and now being able to understand, being on like, the other side and, like, you're yeah. not a bad guy. You're just doing your job. But in the moments, 90% of the guys feel like he's the worst guy in Pittsburgh. And they would, in the words of James Harrison, if he was on fire, they would not provide the fluid <laughs> ah. to put him out. Yes. But Coach Sama always has to be a little bit more good cop because he has to deal with the players day to day. Omar, he's in the locker room. He's oh, in the meetings right. with those guys. Yeah. Omar is just a phone call. It might be a conversation in a meeting, and I said I don't have to see him again. Once I saw my deal, I I could I literally intentionally didn't see him for a year. And then once I got more mature, it was like okay, we're good. Once I you can, calm down right, a little bit, you know what I mean. But you can do that. Whereas with Coach Summit, even if I was mad with him, I got to see him every day. I have to talk to him every day. We have to coexist every day. That's not really sustainable. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so for like Coach I'm always like, man, you always are in like this tough spot here because you also understand that these players need to be out there. 
but you also understand the value of money and how short of a window it is for these guys to get paid. And you've you've kind of seen him toe that line right. when he's publicly commented on TJ. Absolutely. And, I mean, I hate to always bring it up, but TJ Watt was also here when Ryan Shazier went down. He saw how quickly that changed that guy going from being about to make $60 million to now we're going to pick up your fifth year option, get you eight. Hey, shake your hand. We did our part. He saw that. It's the NFL, man. He was in the, it, the same. It, we it, talk it, about it going could, to them hospitals. He was there with us. Can all be over on yeah. Sunday. So when you talk about your stance of what you're willing to do, oh, he doesn't have injury history. Sure. Well, a lot of people don't until they have it. Mm-hmm. So that is something that changes once again. It's another variable. It's another thing to deal with with this conversation, man. Oh, we're having some fun today. We're having it's some very fun layered this week. <laughs> Ogres have layers. Like, onions like have onions. layers. What about cake? Everybody loves cake. I love cake, but I love onions more, though. Parfait? <sighs> Are you my noble steed or am I your noble steed? <laughs> I did half the work. I did half the <laughs> booty. Now, hand me that rock over there that looks like your head. <laughs> Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, having Shout some out fun. To that movie, as bro. we always do. Yeah, that was a Shrek oh reference gosh. there. If you, if you didn't get it for some of those who the might not be our age. The buttons? <laughs> Not the gun drop buttons. I'm shiny object. My bad. I'm sorry. Some of you may die. I'm sorry. But that is a sacrifice that I am willing to make. <laughs> if you want to get involved, last segment, how Moats and I like to do things, we kind of turn it over to you. So we got a bunch of tweets here that we will get to and we will answer. If you want to hop on the phone lines, last chance here, 412-919-1316 are the digits to dial. We will wrap with your reaction and your questions on the other side as we close out in the locker room. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. On ESPN Pittsburgh. Back inside the locker room, closing things down on a Wednesday. Arthur Motes. Wesley Euler in all week for Wolf and Starks as we continue to, I tell you what, just have everything on the table so far this week. The life of Tunch Yokin, the contract situation of TJ Watt, and of course, the uh, the big test to start the season up there in Buffalo against those Buffalo Bills. Motsi, let's go to the Twitter.com here for some reaction as we like to do as we close this thing down. Now, this is a good one. Leanne tweets us and says, this has to be a joke. This is the best they could come up with, and it is a graphic of the final eight names being considered for the Washington football team. Have you seen this, Arthur? Mons? I have not. Oh, wait, hold on. I got to do the. J- I got to do the Jay Leno. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you I read have this? Not. Here we go. Here we go. Spice it up. Via Adam Schefter. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and again, as you and I have discussed, Shefty, he doesn't really put much out there unless it's true. Clearly. The Washington football team is down to a final eight names for their new possible nickname. Now, I should say maybe seven new possible names because one of the eight being considered is just sticking with football team. Okay. They're also considering the Washington Red Wolves, the Washington Commanders, the Washington Brigade, Mm. the Washington Presidents, the Washington Armada, the Washington Defenders, and the Washington Red Hogs. Oh. Motes, see, I, okay, okay, okay. I, I, I kind of like Red Hogs, right? I'm not gonna lie, I did as well. The only thing about that one though is, like, if yep. you if you pick Red Hogs, yep. Redskins is never going away. Never, never. It's the exact That's the, same it's family. The only thing. Yes. It's the same <laughs> You're just family. changing a couple of letters 
You can and, still use HTTR, and, right? And we know that they used to be what they got the hogs. So exactly, yeah, it's with like, the nose. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Maybe just the hogs instead of the red hogs, but then but that would be. You, you got to yeah, put a red on you it. Gotta <laughs> you got to put a red on it. I like, think. Presidents, I, brigade. I right, say football team or red hogs. I think so too. Because presidents, I'm not feeling. Even no. though I understand like the yeah, connection, the, the, I just yeah. don't like it. Mm-mm. Brigade, commanders, armada. Like I, I get it. That sounds too formal. It's not the same. Yeah. Red sports, Hogs are a football team, team. Nicknames aren't supposed to be that serious, right? right like they're not right. supposed to be the Defenders like or the, the Armada. Yeah. If you're in the CFL, or if, like you're, if you're in the, the XFL or, an or one of those, like, yeah, go go that route. But not for this, man. Nah. No. I, I wouldn't hate if they just stuck with football team, too, because I think it's unique. And it's, and it's catchy. People like it as much as people hated it. Remember, we we were I think we were both on we the same team. We liked the, I, it. I love it. Yeah, people hated it. I liked it a lot, man. I just think it's unique. It's different. Yeah, and we don't see it in football. We see that in, like I said, with soccer. You hardly ever see that in the NFL. Yeah. So I thought to yeah, me that, that was like it was different. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just, just a football club. Just Barcelona, club. Barcelona yeah. football club. Yeah. Um, it is different. It is unique. I like how because of that they have Washington on all their stuff too mm-hmm. instead of the nickname. Yep. You know, they're they're one of the few NFL teams that that has that. Um, but yeah, apparently down to eight names, according to Adam Schefter, is the Washington football team um to potentially add a nickname or stick where they're at currently. Me tweets us Arthur Motes. Who? Me. Hey now. His typical three-pack of questions. Number one, do I panic over the T.J. Watt situation? Why can't we ever avoid the dramas anymore? Come on, man. Didn't somebody call us the Kardashians? I I think we're still holding true. Oh, no. (laughs) We're making money. (laughs) We are making a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money, a lot of eyeballs, a little bit of drama. To be fair, though, right? It's it's easy to, you know, you're only focused on your own front yard, but the Steelers aren't the N- only NFL team that goes through this. Oh, no, this happens a lot, man. Yeah. Um, but do you panic over the situation? Me? I don't think so. No need to panic. You can be concerned, certainly, and, and absolutely as it relates to Sunday and, and as Motes has laid out, maybe those first game or two or three while he's trying to ramp back up. But there's no need to panic, right? The house isn't on fire, Arthur Motes. There's no need to panic. Or is it on fire and we're just sitting here drinking our tea? This mm. is fine. Everything's fine. Like the meme. Yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> Question number two from me. Have either of you ever had a central Pennsylvania molasses pie? Whoa. I, I have I, not. I don't even think. I, I've actually, I've been, is Harrisburg, is that considered central PA? Oh, absolutely. PA? Okay. Absolutely. So I've been to central PA once then. Yeah, I didn't have any pie. I'm a little upset then. Molasses pie. If that's a legit thing, I'm a little oh, sad I'm, that I'm, nobody I'm like at it right now. Nobody on, on offered Google. me that in my time in Harrisburg. Like, looks pretty good. Looks like people now. also call it shoe fly pie. I have oh. heard I've heard that term used by my grandma a couple times. And my grandma lives in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, which is central Pennsylvania. Hmm. That's weird, Motsi. I got a lot of like Pennsylvania Dutch ties with with hmm. my grandparents and living in Carlisle, but I have never uh, had molasses pie. I might have to might yeah. have to put that on the list for Thanksgiving. No, here seriously, in a couple man. Months. That sounds pretty uh pretty tasty. Last one from me. Who has the bigger year, Ebron or Fryermuth? We are Penn State. <laughs> and that takes a lot for me to say that. So you know why I, I think so too. I think, you know, maybe just if you look at the stat sheet and who's going to have more yards and more receptions, it might be Ebron, but in terms of their tangible impact impact i think it's going to be fat yeah yeah adam tweets us and says don't let mozi keep putting this doubt in my head now i'm hitting the panic button no it's not doubt i don't want these real (laughs) rational thoughts i want all rainbows and sunshine (laughs) you're you're too rational arthur i'm sorry i'm sorry all right no more rationality no more rationale all right deal gets done don't worry guys he'll be fine (laughs) <laughs> All right, 
He is a machine, okay? He's a machine. He don't need preparation. You think he sleeps in a regular bed? No, he sleeps in oxygen tank, all right? Head to toe. Cryo chamber. Cryo chamber. Think think Wesley Snipes and Demolition Man. There you go. Now he, you're talking. When he wakes up, he don't brush his teeth. He says murder, death, kill, homicide to any quarterback, running back, and tackle that lines up against me. So help me God. That, that's what he says when he wakes up. He recites that. All right? Now, I know some people might say, well, Motes, I don't know, man. man I, I'm a little nervous, man. I can't control this. TJ also got a response to that. He says, my name is TJ Watt. You know who I am. You know who I am. I'm TJ Watt. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Like, I'm TJ Watt. You know exactly who I am. Hype man, Motes. I'm TJ Watt. So he's going to remind everybody that might be doubting him. He's going to remind the management that wanted to make him wait this long to sign this deal. Get him. He is going to remind the people that thought Miles Garrett was better than him. Get him. He shall remind every single person that said a Bosa brother was better than him. Get him. He will make sure that everyone knows that there's only one letter that goes in front of your J if your last name is Y, and that is a T. Okay? So fear not, my friend. Fear not. Now there's the sunshine and rainbows, baby. I got y'all. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Taylor tweets us and says, uh, I have a two-part question about what Motsi said about TJ not being a captain. Uh, team captains are voted on by the players, correct? That is correct. Uh, and also, is there a nomination process, or do the players just vote? 95% of the time, the team captain process is voted amongst the players. There legitimately is a 5% where we know for a fact Coaches it is can not. override that. Exactly. So that's what I'm alluding to right there. Ah. Yeah. Ah. I don't say names, but that is very much accurate. Very, very very accurate. Last one, Steel <laughs> or maybe penultimate one here. Steel City Champs says, "Can we get back to the conversation of the organization getting out of their own way and set the standard with TJ? Just pay him." That, in theory, that sounds great, right? Well, but you laid out why it's it's not that simple because there is a ripple effect. But what I wanted to ask this. you was this though: Where do you fall on that line of this is the Steeler way? This is how they've always done sure. things. Why change it? Because I feel like that's a divide as well. The Steelers have never given out that much money, and look at how it's worked for them. The Steelers have never, you know, allowed a person to dictate what they do guaranteed-wise. They have never. So why should they now? Like, where do you fall do, with do, that? Do you want me to be the cynical? You want no, me to absolutely. be on the other side I'm of that? Both ways. Because this is not my 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 complete opinion, but mm -hmm. I think a lot of people would say that, well, because what you've been doing hasn't been working. You've mm -hmm. gone too long without winning a playoff game. You haven't been to a Super Bowl now in a decade. So, you know, your your way is great when there's when there's success, when there's proof in the pudding, but maybe now it's time to evolve. The other side of that would be, I mean, the, the Steelers haven't had a losing season since Nom. And and so relatively, it is it is working out for them. Yeah, they might not be winning playoff games, they might not be winning Super Bowls, but they're still in contention. They're still having good seasons. They're not having years like the Jets or the Browns or the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Cincinnati Bengals have had. I, I don't know if there's a right answer to that, Arthur Motes. I really don't. That's just honestly probably an opinion. Like there's, I, I think it's the classic. There's no one way to skin a cat, right? Yes, very true. I just I want the best product on the field. I don't care if it's all built through the draft, if you're free agency, if you're trades, if you're paying guys, if you're not paying guys. I think we all just want the best product on the field. 
I would strongly agree with that as well. But Motsi, it's time for us to get up out of here because the Godfather is up next, and I do not want a dead fish head in my refrigerator for staying on the air too long. Mm -mm. So that thanks, is not cool. Thanks to Arthur Motes. Thanks to everybody who called in and tweeted us today for the participation. We appreciate it. We will be back with you guys tomorrow, 10 a.m., right here, same time as well. You've been In the Locker Room, presented by your neighborhood Ford store. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler on ESPN Pittsburgh.